My first chemo is in one week. I feel like I'm preparing for birth or a marathon or something major like chemotherapy. So to prepare for my medical marathon, here's what I've got going on. Qigong, exercise, and acupuncture. All three of these practices connect to me, my overall health, not just my cancer. I suspect that while I'm being treated to never have the cancer return, my spirit, body, and mind, well, they need a much deeper healing. The image of an oak tree comes to mind. The actual cancer is what we see, and it's not even the entire tree, it's just some of the branches and the leaves. There's an entire life force to the tree we never ever see, the wide, expansive roots feeding it life. While it's uncomfortable and friggin' scary, my gut tells me that's where the healing needs to begin, with the roots. So here's what I did. I began my week doing a specialized form of Qigong, Pangu Qigong. It's basically a moving form of Qigong created for people who have disease. The man who taught it to me, Paul Frazier, he's very calm and unassuming, and he has no desire to impress or make one think that this form of Qigong has a healing element. He's not trying to convince or prove anything. He had cancer and was told nothing more could be done for him through the medical community. It was around this time he was introduced to Master O, a man who was in prison due to the political situation in China and began to see visions, actually hear things that led him to discover this specialized form of Qigong. Now, as I speak these words, I still find all of it surreal, but intriguing. Paul told me Master O's entire story, that he can see an illness and what would be the counterbalance to it. Master O wrote a manuscript, which was sent to a medical school where a Qigong center uh, resided. And the department contacted him, telling him they could feel energy from the manuscript. Honestly, I find all of this freaking crazy. And I have no problem telling Paul exactly what I think. I think you're freaking crazy, Paul. I tell him that. Still, I do the moving form that Paul taught me. And I feel this sense of calm come over me, over my mind my body, and spirit. So for now, I've decided I'll continue it. After the practice, I went to an exercise class specifically created for survivors of breast and ovarian cancer. The class was at 9 a.m. on a weekday, so perhaps that had something to do with it. But the median age was 65 years old. Still, these ladies were keeping up with the instructor Donna, a stunning 70-year-old blonde woman. She looked like she was 55 at best. While the exercises were somewhat simple, it was nice to move and catch the humor of the other ladies. Plus, my favorite music was playing, show tunes and 80s music. When the Cher song, If I Could Turn Back Time, came on, I got excited and felt a pang of sadness. The song completely took on a different meaning for me. I thought about how many times I'd spoken. I'd spoken to myself as though I was worthless or not enough, telling myself that my body was too flabby, blah, 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 blah. I jolted mentally back to class by softly telling myself, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the times I didn't listen to you. 
deprived you or overly indulged you with food and alcohol. I love you. After my class with the fittest and funniest women, I grabbed a light lunch nearby, soup and tea, then went on to yet another appointment. I know my mother thinks I pack too much my day, but I just like it that way. So at my next appointment, I was evaluated to see if I could participate in an exercise study where they look at the benefits of exercise during chemo. When I heard about this study, I knew I needed this. For one, I have to commit to exercise three times a week. That's a no-brainer. Sure, I attended a morning exercise class today, but soon I'd have the first day of chemo. I'll try anything that's suggested as a possible benefit to not go insane after my cousin lovingly told me, quote, chemical warfare is going to happen to your body, Tina, end quote. If exercise might help, and if someone else is depending on me to exercise, well, I think I'm less likely to blow it off, maybe. Also, since the clinicians and exercise physiologists are monitoring my oxygen and blood pressure levels, if something goes awry, they'll be on it, or at least I hope they'll be. What I did not expect was how arduous the process would be to actually become a participant in the study. I looked at three young millennials taking my EKG levels, recording my blood pressure and oxygen levels, thinking how sweet and innocent they look. I sort of had to chuckle because when I started the walking portion of the test, it's on this treadmill, one of the testers put on a white lab coat. I guess that meant we were officially recording some serious data on me. A young woman placed a mask that had a hole for a tube um, for breathing. This mask went over my head and the tube was you know, on my face. And that mask, well, that's enough to put anyone into an anxiety attack. But once it's on, you can't say, I'm having a panic attack. Since I couldn't speak with his contraption on, she explained hand gestures I could use if I wanted to go faster, slower, or stop. I think these cheery researchers, exercise physiologists, are possibly desperate for participants. Because while I was being tested with his crazy mask at an incline of 15, they had a spotter behind me holding me up. I had no energy to say stop or even put my hand up. And they kept cheering me on. You've got this. Looking good. What is this? The New York Half Marathon? All that said, I made it through the evaluation and will now be working with them three times a week. Am I nuts to do this? I guess I'll find out. After being slayed on the treadmill by millennial researchers, I had my final appointment for the day, acupuncture at Sloan. The head of integrative medicine, Dr. Mao is not only a physician, but an acupuncturist and a specialist in Chinese medicine. I'll be seeing Dr. Mao every week during treatment. Seeing as though I lean toward Eastern practices, my oncologist, well, he respects him and he works closely with Dr. Mao. I feel good about this arrangement. I like that Dr. Mao's department is building out an herbal pharmacy working on studies that look at the benefits of acupuncture on chemo brain, as well as an assortment of benefits from acupuncture for chemo patients. When Dr. Mao walked into the patient room, two other clinicians joined him, a gentleman named Jason, who's building out the pharmacy, and Dr. Wu, a female resident. When Dr. Mao asked me how I was doing, 
I burst out in tears and could not get it out. Well, I could only get out. I'm scared. I am so scared. He took my hand and said, Look me in the eyes, Tina. I've seen many women through this journey. You will get through this. And I'm honored to be part of your team. In that moment, I felt as though he genuinely meant it. I relaxed, and he and Dr. Wu began to strategically place needles on my legs, arms, and head. That night when I went to bed, I did not take an Ativan as I had been doing so often, and I slept so deeply, not knowing what chemo day would be like, but somehow being able to just let go, trust, and be. Throughout this process, I've been feeling a pool to connect with nature and to any kind of healing that's holistic and natural. There's a tree outside my bedroom window. I see it each morning I wake up and every night before I fall asleep. I recently read an article that talks about an amazing book called The Hidden Life of Trees, What They Feel, How They Communicate. Research shows that trees are connected and dependent on one another to survive and that they actually communicate with each other sharing oxygen and nutrients. They're able to survive essentially only because they're interconnected. This thought has been going through my head often. Each morning and night, I get a feeling that this tree outside my window is giving me life and that it's going through this with me. It's reminding me that this is just one season in my life, just one part of my journey, not the entire path. I'm Tina Zaremba. I'm searching for strength, grace, and trust. You've been listening to Chemo Stories.